Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here also joining us live in studio. Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor, host of the Gun Guy Show Saturdays here on 93 WIBC. Guy Relford, how are you? Man, I'm great. And thanks as always to our sponsor of Monday Gun Day, Premier Arms in Brownsburg, with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. One of the things I'm, I'm curious as to um, what your listeners of your program uh, the Gun Guy Show on Saturdays had to say about Jefferson Sharif, who's uh, running against Joe Hogsett for mayor of Indianapolis. He's a Republican, but his public safety plan includes gun control, repealing constitutional character, uh, carry, getting rid of uh, assault rifles and stuff like that. I'm just, what was the tone? What was the tenor of your audience like? And what did you talk about on Saturday? Well, you know, the, the reaction, because as you might guess, I, I spent an appreciable amount of time Saturday talking about that. And, you know, it's interesting because the guy is a Republican and he's running against Joe Hogsett. And if you're a conservative, if you care at all about Second Amendment rights, you're no fan of Joe Hogsett. So here's a guy running against him. And so I was kind of curious to gauge the same thing that you just asked me about, which is, you know, what's the reaction going to be? And you know what? It was universally the same reaction that I've had and that we've talked about here on, on Hammer and Nigel, and that is that... You know, Joe Hawks, it's horrible. He's, I think he's been the worst mayor in the history of Indianapolis, and I'm a, I'm a lifer. Um, but at the same time, Joe Hawks at least is true to who he is. He's a, he's a liberal. He hates the Constitution. He hates the Second Amendment in particular. And he is who he is. He's horrible. He's been horrible for this city. But the reaction has been that someone who, who announces he's going to run against Joe, and you think has some, as we've talked about, a puncher's chance, that was your term, Jason, a puncher's chance of beating Joe Hogsett, and a lot of people got excited about. And then he comes out, and his central strategy to win an election against Joe Hogsett is gun control. And there were just so many of us that just literally felt like we'd been stabbed in the back. And, and you know, and that we'd had someone who's, quote unquote, a conservative running as a Republican candidate who just stuck it to us. And people are angry about that. I'm angry about that. And you know what? I mean, he only had a slight chance of winning this election ever, mainly because he's got a whole bunch of money. As we've talked about, he sank that ship long ago. He, when he came out and announced this, he killed his campaign. So now he's going to lose. And there was a great quote. I had a listener uh, send me a message during my show, and, he, and it was a great quote. He said, you know what? I really wanted him to win. I went to his celebration at his, uh, his, his primary victory party down at Hotel Tango in Fountain Square. But now after he pulls this, and I'll, I'll leave the, that word 
off this blank. He goes, <laughs> I hope he loses by Saddam-like percentages. And I and I had to had to, I had to calibrate that a minute. Wow. And I go, wow, that that you know where where you know fake elections in in countries uh, like Iraq. So uh, that that was the reaction. It's universally the reaction. So what's your response? And I've been getting this question a lot too because I am a Marion County voter. I yes. live in Indianapolis. When people come up to you and say. That's just one part of his plan. The rest of the plan is pretty good. And it is. And I don't want to vote for Joe Hogsett because this guy's a total zero. He went missing during the riots. Uh, he's been horrible for the city. What's your response to that? Well, and it's a great question. But my reaction is that now we can't trust him. Because, by the way, why didn't he announce his plan before the primary? Why didn't he announce this when he was running against Abdul? Because, oh, by the way, his primary opponents would have come out, I'm fairly confident, and said, oh, no, I support the Second Amendment. We asked Abdul to his face that this past Friday. It, well, and I'm guessing his answer was he, yeah. he, he would have opposed this 180 degrees. Law-abiding citizens were not the problem. Exactly. So we can't trust him. We can't trust him. Plus, I don't care whether it's an economic issue or the Second Amendment or any other conservative principle, quote unquote, if, if somebody comes out and, and gets the primary victory, wins the nomination and then stabs us in the back, I think that has to be punished. I think it has to be punished as 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 a Republican. And I'm sorry, I don't often use the term rhino. I've thrown it around more in the last two weeks than I have in my entire life. Republican in name only. Republican in name only. That's who this guy is. And I think that has to be punished. And look, if I still thought he had a chance of winning the election, I might not be so vocal about it. I think, what, what was your quote the first day we talked about it? I think what the same day he announced his plan, you said he's done. He lost. Yeah, I got a million quotes that day on text and, and, and private messages. Joe Hogsett lost the election today. I got those texts. I, I didn't even know what they were talking about. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, yeah, check out his public safety plan, quote unquote. So he's lost the election. So we're no longer talking about having a chance to unseat Joe Hogsett. Now we're talking about sending a message to a quote-unquote conservative who just stabbed us in the back. So you used the term rhino earlier, and I've done the same thing. I've dubbed this mayor's election a rhino versus a wino, and I think that makes sense. Uh, But it's not just Jefferson Shreve. It's one of his main advisors, if not the main advisor, Mark Lubbers. So you've got the candidate doubling down on gun control against law-abiding citizens, but then his main advisor goes on to Twitter, and this dude only tweets like five times a year, but starts going after you, starts ripping on WIBC, the people that listen to WIBC. If that doesn't scream rhino, I don't know what does. You and your gated community. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 yeah, and let's reset that because this is really to me fascinating. This has been the most interesting thing about this whole issue, and that is that I'd never heard of Mark Lubbers, and I've talked to other people, you know, insiders in the Republican Party. They go, "Oh, yeah, you know, he's run several unsuccessful campaigns in the past, but <laughs> you know, but he he runs campaigns." And I'm like, "Okay," but I'd never heard of the guy. Well. After you and I, we had this the show where we said he's done. He gave away his candidacy today. We we, we wanted to we wanted for Shreve to win. Now he's got no chance. Um, it was a blog, Importantville, that was out there on one of the blog sites. They published an article, and and it was a long interview from Shreve. So apparently they think this site has some credibility. I'm um, talking about why he wanted to pass gun control. 
um, to to um, enhance his public safety plan. But then there were all these quotes from this guy that they called in that article, and they're only talking to lovers and Shreve, so it's got to come from them, the senior advisor for the Shreve campaign. And he came out and attacked me, and he said, well, Relford, you know, he preaches his gun religion from the gated communities of Carmel, uh, and it goes on from like, excuse me, gun religion. Does that sound like a Republican? I mean, does that sound like a Republican? Well, Not look at, at the media outlets that they ran to first. That super liberal Substack that yes. I'm not going to say his name, but a certain pencil neck runs. And then <laughs> right. you've got Shreve himself going to the very left leaning indie star. Yes. I mean, exactly. how many more pieces of evidence so, do you need here to say this campaign doesn't give two craps about the conservatives and Republicans? So at this point, I'm going, OK, well, this lovers guy is pretty aggressive about this. And they went on from there. They, it, it was amazing to me. They said that they considered support for the Second Amendment as extremism. This is right in the article. Look it up. Importantville um, is who posted this. It, 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 support for the Second Amendment is extremism that needs to be rooted out of the Republican Party in order to restore um, the, 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 the heart of the Republican Party. And I'm, I'm looking at this going, excuse me? I mean, support for the Second Amendment has been a, a central component of the, the, the Republican Party for a long time. So then after that, I continued my rant, and, and I'm on a rant, and it's not going to stop between now and November. I'll yeah, tell you, you were right on now. a heater. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, it's not, it, oh, no, I'm just getting warmed up. But So I was out on social media, and, and on one of my posts, this Mark Lubbers guy responds. And he's, it's got no profile picture, so I didn't know if it was even real. And so before I even responded, you know, I went to his profile, and... And it, it, it certainly is real. He's responded several times since. But as I went through his profile, looking at this a little bit, one of the things he had posted, and this was over a year ago, he posted a video from YouTube and he said, this is one of the favorite ads I ever did when I was running the campaign of Senator Richard Luger. And I went, wow, you ran the campaign of Richard Luger? And I, cause I had no idea. So I click on the, on the video. You know what it was? It was, it was. Dick Luger explaining why he was voting for the assault weapons ban in 1994. And this Mark Luber's guy is said, this is his fate. And this is before all this issue came up. This is before Shreve ever ran for mayor. And I went, hold on. This is the guy who ran the campaign of Richard Luger. And let's reset Richard Luger. I, you know, a lot of us love Richard Luger. You know, he's from Indiana. He, he was in the Senate for one of the biggest years. names in Indiana political history. Yeah. And, you know, chairman of, of, of the Foreign Relations Committee, as I remember, a lot of people love this guy and deservedly so. But the reason he got beat, and you guys will remember this, he decided to oppose the Second Amendment. He decided to vote for the assault weapon ban. After that, he continued to vote on the side of Democrats on gun related issues. And eventually he lost in 2012 the Republican primary primary to Richard Murdoch. And he did that after he got an F rating from the NRA and, he, and Hoosiers finally said, we're enough, uh, we're, we have, we've had enough of a quote unquote Republican who turns his back on the Second Amendment. Mark Lovers was running his campaign that entire time. And this is the same guy who now is running apparently as chief strategist, according to them, those aren't my words, the, the, the Jefferson Shreve campaign. That, to me, was just astonishing. I looked at that, and I went, 
you know what? Because we all sat around and went, what the hell is this guy thinking? Right. Why, why is Shreve doing this? What idiot would come up with this strategy? Well, it's the same guy. <laughs> we found the idiot. And the same, <laughs> yeah, we found the idiot. He, he, the, the same guy who came up with the strategy that got a 30-year incumbent beat in a primary in Indiana, same guy came out with this strategy. And, and one of the things is he's going back and forth with me, which I enjoyed the hell out of. And by the way, he eventually abandoned all hope and just exited. He evaporated into the vapor. Well, he normally doesn't tweet. And that's what was interesting. Somebody I know that I trust very much inside of Indiana politics responded to me via text. If they've got lubbers doing damage control on Twitter, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They know they screwed up. And the other thing is Hogsett's loving this, right? I mean, I'm reading this uh, Axios article that uh, uh, James Briggs wrote. Shreve's left turn on guns is an unequivocal win for Hogsett, showing the mayor is setting the campaign agenda while Sharif is playing catch-up, appealing to Democrat-leaning electorates. And then, at the very last part of this article, he quotes Hogsett's campaign manager. When it comes to Jefferson's relationship with the gun lobby, he was either misleading them in 2016 to get the NRA's highest grade or he's misleading us now. Yeah. That is devastating. And well, I hate is. the fact that Boss Hogsett's going to win. Let's not get it twisted, guy. I right. posted this on Facebook the other day. Just because Shreve has been exposed as a total rhino and a fraud and his advisors are, doesn't mean that Joe Hogsett doesn't suck at his job. Oh, no. I mean, this is, look, if I ever said a positive word about Joe Hogsett as mayor of Indianapolis, never, and I never will. But look, he had he had a ninety percent chance of winning this election anyway. He's got a hundred percent chance of winning now since Shreve, no pun intended, shot himself in the foot, <laughs> right? So why not? I think there was a pun intended there. <laughs> Let's not be coy. We'll go, we'll go with that. But 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 why not now send a message that you know what we're not gonna we're not gonna support. And I even today I had a couple of idiots on social media come after me and go oh so you just like Joe Hogsett you've become a Joe Hogsett fan I mean, that's ridiculous. I go to me I go what we have to do is send a message that when you run as a conservative you win the the primary election as conservative we're not gonna turn you around. Tur- let you turn around and stab us in the back after that. That's not okay, and we had to send you a message. And I, you know, I again, I'm, I've been the biggest antagonist to Joe Hogsett that he's had since he's been elected. But I hope he wins by 95 percent of the vote because it sends a message to rhinos to say, "Don't pull this crap on us here in Indiana." I plan to write in Abdul. That's where I'm at yeah, right now. Absolutely. I'm writing in Abdul. And Guy, I think you could appreciate this reference here. Watching this mayor's race in Indianapolis as a Cubs fan is like watching the Cardinals and the White Sox play each other. I hate both of these guys, and somebody's <laughs> going to win, and that sucks. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Gunday, Gunday, Guy Relford joining us in studio. So, Guy, this past weekend, 
ABC News ran this like two plus minute hit piece on firearms, basically stating that all of these mass shootings, these ridiculous amounts of mass shootings are a result of lax gun laws across the country. And I'm sure you probably get this all the time. What goes through your mind when you see reports like that on ABC? Well, it all has as a as a foundational assumption that if you pass a new law, that bad guys are going to follow laws. I mean, that unless unless you buy in to that theory, then passing more laws obviously makes no sense. And you know what? What what I've really bought into are the people that really research these things, mass shootings in particular. And I talked to you guys about uh, a presentation I went to uh, on at the National Association of uh, School Resource Officers, and, and a guy who's a cop who uh, did 15 years of research, and he said, "There's one thing that stops mass shootings, and one thing only." He goes, "It's not politics, it's not legislation, it's not gun control, it's not hopes and prayers." He goes, the one thing that stops a mass shooting is an armed response. And if you want to keep uh, uh, casualties under double digits, you need an armed response in the first 30 seconds. And that's the only thing. And people say, oh, if we just pass an assault bin ban, we'll end mass shootings. Well, the worst school shooting ever was West Virginia. It was done with two handguns. So obviously, that didn't count. In fact, he put up a slide. And this guy's no great you know, proponent for the Second Amendment. He was just addressing the issues. He put, some, he put up a big slide. He said, school shootings where more people were killed, where there was no so-called assault weapon than in Parkland, Florida, which is obviously a really horrible one. And there were 14 of them. So he, he goes, look, he goes, it's not gun control. It's about having an armed response to keep people safe. And, and, and what the most powerful thing to me, and it means a lot to me because he's my client, that's Eli Dickin. He put up a slide. I didn't even know this was coming. I'm at this presentation and this is a room full of cops. And he said, okay, right now, if somebody walks in here, now we're all armed. Let's assume we're not armed. We're sitting in this conference room. There's 200 of us. The back door blows open and somebody comes in and starts shooting us. What would we want? A new law in the books? And then he goes, a SWAT team an hour away, uh, arm play, he's got pictures, SWAT team. And then an another picture of, of two police officers. He goes, police officers 10 minutes away. He said, a, a security guard two minutes away or an armed citizen 15 seconds away. And he put up a picture of Eli Dickin. Ready so, to engage, wow. too. That's Ready important. to engage. Wow. And, and, and it's a room full of cops. And, and, and he goes, which would you rather have? So anyway, that that tells me what we really need. Got a couple seconds left here. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, hire you, talk to you, debate you, where can they find you? RelfordLaw.com or on Twitter, at Guy Relford. Trying to build my Twitter following, it's at Guy Relford. Guy, you're the best. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.